Welcome to Basement Box Office, your ticket to movie reviews by two average dudes. My name is Bill. And I'm Will. Thank you guys for tuning into our first episode here. Uh, thanks a lot for Rage Against the Mainstream for hosting our first episode on their on their feed, you know, trying to get uh you know, trying to get a little exposure for this podcast as we're starting out here. Um, for those of you who do not know, or if you're listening to this voice and you're like, man, that guy sounds really familiar. Or actually both of these guys, That's for true. a matter of fact. Um, I am the co-host and producer for the other podcast, Rage Against the Mainstream. And um, this is just another side of, you know, what I like. I really enjoy movies. I really enjoy music. Why not do a podcast on both? Um, once again, uh, you know, this is Will joining in too, because uh, just like myself, he's a giant movie fan also. That's true. And I have been a guest star a couple episodes on your other podcast. Exactly. And, you know, it just feels like, why not? Um, so Will, you want to give these people a rundown here and exactly what this podcast is and what we're going to be offering to society? Absolutely. I'd be honored to. Thank you for giving me this opportunity, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So basically, the idea for this podcast is for us to watch films and review them and to to tell you guys our opinions on them. Uh, By all means, we're not, you know, critics in any way. Uh, Basically, we want to give you the idea of what a film is, I guess, a good film versus a bad film, really. You know, as far as, you know, what you would want to waste your time watching or I should say not waste your time watching. Because sometimes the reviews you see that are given out from, you know, the critically acclaimed, whatever you want to call them. But um, sometimes they're just not right. And I feel like, you know, I just I like the concept of giving you guys the proper knowledge. Yeah, I want to give everyone a disclaimer right now. We are definitely not critics by any means, by any way, shape or form. That's not who we are. That's not what we do. We are just the average moviegoer like you listener right now um we're just here to let you know whether or not you should waste your date night you know or your date night money or your day off or if you should stay awake you know the night before you have to go to work to catch that late night film i can't say how many times it comes on the tv you're like shit i gotta watch this exactly it's worth staying up we're we're here to let you know whether or not you should waste your time waste your money you know, your patience, because, I mean, all those things are extremely valuable. Yeah, and there's definitely quite a few films that I've seen in my time that, you know, it takes time to build up to make it into the quality film that it is. Yeah, you really exactly. got to give it a chance, you know? Exactly. But, you know, it's like we were saying before, sometimes you look online and you see reviews from various other sites and, um, you know, they can either be misleading or they could be extremely too harsh and that could either deter you away or make you watch a movie that really wasn't as good as what they claimed. And, That's true. You know, I'm not saying that these aren't credible sources by any means, but I think we may be able to touch on a demographic here that isn't currently looking for movie reviews on said websites because, like I said, we're not critics. And I will say as well that, you know, both Bill and I enjoy, you know, all genres of films. It's not a certain genre that we're not going to discuss for any reason. You know, I like a good horror movie, just like the next guy, you know, action, comedy, the Disney films, the classic, you know, cartoon films. And I do have a son. So there's a lot of times you'll catch me watching those films, especially with the Halloween season coming up. Yeah. You know, with uh, Hocus Pocus is another big Halloween film in my house. Oh, yeah. You know, Halloween Town, like, you know, 
for the as, kid. As it is here, too. As the kids go to bed, then, you know, hey, you know, we're going to put on Lamer on Elm Street or Scream or... Child's Play. Child's Play, yeah. <laughs> I know that's a big one for you. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, speaking of which, movies that are big to us, let's give our listeners here, or at least the people that are captivated enough to keep listening, because, you know, we haven't built up a fan base quite yet. We're going to give you guys our top 10 movies. We're going to tell you why they've reached our top 10 list and why you should watch them. And, you know, just going to give a disclaimer again. This isn't the critically acclaimed top 10 list. You know, there might be movies that are featured on, you know, said acclaimed lists. But it's more or less, you know, our top 10s from average people and, you know, I mean, I think that I have a pretty, I have a pretty general like movie taste when it comes to everything to where if you were to pick any of these movies off my top 10 and actually give it an honest watch, this could potentially be on your top 10 list too. And I could say that just from looking, you know, at ours, we have a couple films that have crossed as well. Exactly. Which I know that, you know, there's certain films out there that you just, you have to see, you know? Exactly. And some of those are on the lists. All right. So your top 10 list is in order, correct? Correct. All right. So let's start at number 10 and then work our way up to one. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah. Keep the suspense rolling. Exactly. All right. So, um, I guess let's start. What, what do you have, uh, for your number 10 movie? Will? well, so we'll start off at number 10. We have <laughs> Schindler's list. So, um, Schindler's list I picked because I think it's a, it's a very good film. It's very well put together. It's got a good storyline. Um, it's based off the Holocaust. Um, and it definitely, it's, it's not really necessarily like your your documentary type film. It's more or less like a like a first person kind of, you know. It really shows you like what went on, and I really just it's a good film for me to enjoy. You know, sometimes yeah. sometimes you like to watch like those serious films. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's to me it's more it's not you know a documentary or anything, but I, I really just enjoyed that feature. All right, nice number nine. <laughs> I won't do it every time. I promise. Um, so number nine, I pick Law Abiding Citizen. Um, so the reason why I picked uh, Law Abiding Citizen, I will say uh, Gerald Butler makes the film really well. Oh yeah, he's uh, if you haven't seen actor. this film, it's definitely it's it's full of twists. I'm I'm a guy that likes to have like twists and turns, you know, to see like edgier seat kind of thing. Yeah. Um, you know, the basis of the film is you know it kind of goes around like the government and the justice system, which you know we all know is not exactly 100. percent But <laughs> anywho, um, to see more on it, I would definitely recommend this film, and that's why it's my number nine. Nice. So uh, the next film I have at number eight would be The Sandlot. Uh, this is um, excellent. This movie. is one of those films when we just discussed a little while ago about you know you have to have seen. So exactly. The Sandlot, you know, it's based off some kids growing up in a neighborhood. But you know, when you watch the film, it breaks into more than just that. You know, there's a lot of things going on. You know, as they get older, you know, together. And I just thought it was a really good film, well put together. Um, and it kind of anybody can really relate to this kind. Yeah, of Yeah, it's film. one of those coming of age movies, right? You know. It's just it's just an, it's a really good watch. Right. Doesn't matter who you are. Yeah, that's right. So number seven, I have Stand By Me. And I would I would say not it's not the same basis as like um, the Sandlot. You know, obviously, it's a different kind of yeah. storyline, but it's almost like the same kind of a concept. You know, mm-hmm. these kids, the friends growing up together, you know, the, the things they go through. And it's just I feel like the story itself is really what captivated me. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it was a very good, well put together film as well. A, a Stephen King movie. Oh, I did not know that, actually. Yeah, Stand By Me is actually a Stephen King novel. Oh, good to know. Mm-hmm. So you learn something day, something every day here at the basement box office. Exactly. Um, so number six, we go with Saving Private Ryan. 
Yeah. Um, so I would say Saving Private Ryan is probably one of my favorite war films. Um, so I that's and I wouldn't you know not documentary but straight up war film. We've all seen you know different films put to place. Um, I will say the first time I saw it, my grandfather actually took me to the movies to see it. Oh wow! And I will say you know for children's purposes, the first you know ten minutes or so is it's very graphic. Um, but it, tr- it tries to picture, I guess, to the best of the abilities of what that day actually was like, D-Day. Um, but I, that was the actually first and only time I've ever seen my grandfather cry was towards the end of the film. I guess bringing back memories from like World War Two. Yeah. But that's kind of, it's a very good film. That'll do it. Number five, Gran Torino. This mm-hmm. is a Clint Eastwood mm-hmm. film, and this one was a very good film as well. Um, the storyline put together on it, I thought it was done very well. It kind of designates around like, you know, gangs and such. And yeah, how, exactly. An un- un- underprivileged neighborhood. Right. You know, and how Clint Eastwood tries to, I guess, not necessarily manipulate, but how he can change the upbringing of one one kid. Yeah. To try to not fall into that system that, you know, he, the card he was dealt, basically. Yeah, exactly. You know how sometimes people just aren't dealt the proper card and mm-hmm. you have a choice, you know, to either stay with it or try to break out of it. And his goal in that film was to help him get out yeah, of it. Yeah, if, if none of you listeners right now have ever seen Gran Torino, I would suggest for you to stop this podcast right now and go to your nearest Redbox or Netflix or, you know, uh, streaming devices. Okay. And yeah, I mean, at this point, I don't think Redbox is going to have it. No, you don't think so? No. Well, regardless, wherever you You'll get, find it somewhere. Yeah, wherever you get your movies, I would suggest watching that. I mean, at the end of the day, if you really needed to, I have Gran Torino on, on DVD, just like the other 794 films I have. <laughs> just to kind of step off track for just a second, I have a, an app called iCollect. Yeah. And um, basically allowed me to scan the barcodes of every DVD that I have. I have a very <laughs> big selection. Uh, you know, it gives me the number 794, but, you know, sometimes, like I have The Nightmare on Elm Street, I have four movies on one DVD, quote yeah. unquote. So it only counts it as one instead of four. So really, I probably have well over a thousand films. That's insane. But, yeah, that's just what I do. I go through the Walmart, you know, Oblivion bin, as you would call it. Yeah, the Oblivion and bin. pick out some cheap movies. Hey, what's what am I watching this weekend? You know, <laughs> I waste my time watching those movies. That way, I can tell you guys whether to avoid them or not. Exactly. <laughs> um. So let's move along here. Number four. Remember the Titans. Yeah. Uh, I thought I know you didn't. You're not a, too big of a fan of this film, but I, I really enjoyed this. Uh, it is a Disney film. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of based around football. Uh, I believe it was in West Virginia or Virginia. I can't remember which state it was from, but it yeah, dealt no. with, also dealt at the same time, dealt with segregation, you know, trying to bring the blacks and the whites together, mm-hmm. you know, and it to me, it was like a really inspirational film. And I feel like as we start to move, move up this list, it'll, you know, find films that, you know, I started having tear up, you know, tear up or cry, you know, we'll move up to, you know one of my number one or twos that I like, you know, ball my eyes out, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there ain't nothing on. wrong with that. Yeah, that's right. You know, that's when, you know, you really enjoyed the film. Exactly. You know, when you're crying, like you were there, you're, you, the film really captivated you that much that your emotions are running with it. Exactly. Um, number three was a beautiful mind. Oh yeah. Um, this is a, a Russell Crowe film and, uh, it kind of bases around like, you know, him kind of being like an Albert Einstein and how, you know, going through trying to win like the Nobel Prize for his work. And he kind of gets like tied up in, you know, the, like with the Russians and such. I don't want to give too much of this away because it does have quite a few twists in the film where it really sets you back like, oh, wow, I didn't really see this happening. Uh, but definitely a great film. Number two, The Green Mile. Oh, yes. I know a lot of people out there have seen The Green Mile with Tom Hanks. 
yeah, Michael Clark Duncan. Yes. You know, the the list just goes on with this movie. That's another one of them. You know, if you haven't seen that, I would suggest taking a watch. Absolutely. I mean, if if I had to look through my list, that would definitely be... If I had to select less than 10, let's say, per se, like, oh, go home and watch still, today. Yeah, that would still make it. That would be one of the like, top three. Well, obviously it is. It's number two, but... Yeah, exactly. That's awkward. <laughs> uh, anywho. Um, so, yeah, it's based around, you know... This is a movie podcast, not a math podcast. Right. Yeah. You don't have to know how to count here unless you're counting down like how many Chucky films or Halloween, you know, you lose count because there's so many of them or they don't have the right numbers on there. Um, yeah. The Green Mile, it's it's based around the prison, a man who was uh, accused of a murder they didn't actually commit. Turns out that um, this prisoner has, I don't want to say magical powers, but more or less powers like a gift from God. Yeah. You know, to heal and such. And it just you you really get involved to see. You know, I'm almost like tearing up now talking about it. <laughs> it's it's a really great film. I'm not going to spoil the ending for you, but I would definitely recommend it. It, it does. It's, a, you know, a couple hours long. Yeah. A little bit longer than the normal film, but definitely worth a watch. Absolutely. And then uh, my top film, number one, Shawshank Redemption, which I know that this is on your list as well. No spoilers. I won't yeah, give away exactly. the number. Don't, don't be telling everyone but my stuff yet. <laughs> this film is based around a prison. Um, it's more or less like a serious notion on the life that goes on inside prison and the I guess the trials and tribulations that go along with it. Um, I'd say the reason why it's my favorite, it doesn't matter how many times I watch this film. I always feel like it's almost like the first time mm-hmm. you kind of get captivated. You get sucked into the life that, you know, the surrounds for like the main characters. And I, I really say that, you know, watching the film again, this could be another tearjerker film, you know, FYI, yeah, but it could at be. least for me, uh, I don't know about everybody else, but um, this film it's just it's excellent actually put it was put together really well everything about it and it's just such a good movie i really can't um use the words i guess to to express like you're tearing up now talking no no i'm not tearing up now just thinking about some parts of that film that make make me tear up but um so yeah that's my top 10 all right so um my top 10 is a little bit different than yours just a little bit there's a couple similarities but um let's see here my number 10 is uh tommy boy oh my god you know, there's just aspects of this movie to where it's like it appeals to everybody. It's got everything in it. It's got tearjerker moments. It's got funny moments. It's got piss your pants because you're laughing so hard moments. It's just all around a great movie. And, and let me just add a side note to that. Like this, to me, this is Chris Farley's best film. Oh, absolutely. That he released. This movie absolutely. is utterly hilarious. Yep. If you like comedies, this should be on your top 10 list of comedy films. Like, exactly. This is just hilarious. Now, um, that kind of rolls in my number nine here. Speaking of Saturday Night Live people, um, Caddyshack. Yes. Caddyshack is amazing. It's just it's just one of those movies to where you have to see it. You just have to. I mean, it's a classic. It's got every everybody that everybody that was anybody is in it. Yes. Ronnie Dangerfield, Chevy Chase, Bill Murray. Like, come on. Brian Doyle Murray. Like, th- this is just a great movie. I can't shoot all the golfers. <laughs> well, sir, I can't shoot all the golfers. I'd like me to throw away the key. <laughs> <laughs> just such a good movie. Yes. Um, Number eight is um the 1978 classic Smokey and the Bandit. Oh, yeah. Or 77. 77 or 78. Regardless, it's one of the two. Smoking the Bandit, Burt Reynolds, Sally Fields, Jackie Gleason. It's just a good movie from start to finish. You know, it's one of those movies to where I can watch it over and over and over again and not get tired of it. 
It's one of the few movies where I know every word to every scene. I can recite the whole thing for you right now if you want it. We'll do that on a different, different episode. Yeah, we'll do that on a different episode. But um, it's just great. Um, number seven is The Exorcist. Probably one of my favorite horror movies. Um, it's got suspense. It's it's scary. Like as a kid watching it for the first time, like I was truly never more afraid of my whole life. Yeah, I mean, this film released in 1973, and yeah. it was marked up for a long time as the scariest movie of all time. Yeah, exactly. And then you know that this held the title as the scariest movie I ever watched until uh, later on in life. I saw The Devil Inside. Oh, don't mention that. Yeah, you're you're gonna have to watch it one oh, of these days. God, I mean, I. I mean, anyone that's listening here that has seen it, you know what I'm talking about. There's just something about those films, like in what, general. Possession movies? Possessions and yeah. hauntings. Because like, it's just like, you know, well, you know, obviously for me, I've never been possessed. I've never seen a ghost in my house. Nothing crazy. But the fact that it's like possible that somebody may be possessed at some point, like yeah. that shit's scary. It is. It's very you know, scary. To have to, and like the way they, they put it together, obviously, is to scare the shit out of you. So like, mm-hmm. you know. Speaking of possessions, number six is Child's Play. Not to be confused with Child's Play 2, 3, Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, uh, Curse, of Chucky. Curse of Chucky, and Cult of Chucky. I'm talking about number one, 1988. This movie is it's amazing. It's It, it has everything that a horror movie should have. Um, you know, I mean, I'm not going to give too much away here for just in case anyone hasn't seen it. I mean, even though it's been 30 years, um, you still got to give people the opportunity. You never know. Exactly. Um, you, you just need to watch it. You know, if you go into this, not knowing anything about the mythology of any of the movies, you'll be surprised halfway through when the, you know, the second act hits in. Absolutely. It'll catch you. doesn't matter how many times you watch it. Um, number five is another one of those movies to where I could recite every line and I quote it all the time. He does it all the time. Quote it all the time. I have the memorabilia. I've wanted to be one since I was a wee young lad here in uh, South Jersey. Ghostbusters. Oh, I thought you were going to say Spice Girls. Oh, oh no, no, no. I no, thought no. that's what you wanted to be. Shh, oh, okay. That's, that's a different podcast. Oh, okay. Um, 1984's Ghostbusters, not 2016's Ghostbusters Answer the Call. Answer the Call, yeah. Yeah, Answer the Fall. (laughs) (laughs) 1984's Ghostbusters. If you haven't seen it, shut this podcast off. Go watch it. Come back, and you'll put it on your top ten list, too. You won't be able to go on your Comcast TV, if that's what you have, and scroll through all your channels without finding Ghostbusters. Especially, Shit's on all the time. Especially with it being so close to Halloween and you know, the fall months. It'll be on every night. Yep. Um, number four is the movie Rounders. It is uh, uh, Matt Damon and Edward Norton. Uh they are card players in New York City, and it is just a great movie. I mean, even if you're not an avid card player, it's Which some, we both are. Yeah, we, we're, we're, you know, we're not that good. We don't have good poker faces, but, you know, we like to, we like to try. And, you know, watching this movie will get you pumped up a little bit, you know, make you think that you can take on the world and yeah. play cards, but... It's just a really, really good movie. Um, number three is probably one of the only ones on my list that is in like the, you know, 
acclaimed greatest movies ever. And that is Goodfellas. You know, De Niro, Pesci, yeah. Ray Liotta. It's just a great, great movie. Um, it's based off of real life. Um, I I don't know why the name is escaping me right now of the main character. But um, anyways, it is based off a true story. And uh, it's just an insanely good movie. If you're in a mobster mafia movies, this is one of them. Oh, yeah. And it's something you need to see. Um, number two and number one are movies that could be interchanged with one another. Um, well, well, let's let's break. What would have if you had to choose? If I had to choose, my number two would have to be Matthew McConaughey's The Lincoln Lawyer. Um, this is another one of those movies. If you're browsing around on a Saturday night or something, you cruise by TNT or USA or something. It's always on. It is a terrific, terrific underrated movie that, you know, it, it, it was easily fall behind the wayside and there's probably a good chance you never even heard of it. That's probably now. why I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. And that's probably it, why it is incredible. It's a shame that films like this, you know, exactly. You people get deterred away. Probably something I saw at one point was like, oh, well, it doesn't look good. So I'm not going to yeah. watch it. I mean, it's based off a book series called The Lincoln Lawyer. And um, Matthew McConaughey's a lawyer, obviously. And he drives in a Lincoln. Oh, OK. That makes sense. Driving in my Lincoln. Um, it's insane. It's it's such a good movie. So many twists and turns. It'll keep you. It'll keep you, you know, locked in the whole time. And the surprise twist at the end is just amazing. And for my number one, The Shawshank Redemption. Absolutely. It's one of those movies, man. It It's just insane. Yeah, but we both rated it number one. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I feel like it's, it's just one of those movies that's going to stand the test of time. And a hundred years from now, they'll talk about The Shawshank Redemption. I don't know if my wife's seen it or not, but... If she hasn't seen it, I'm definitely gonna, you know, probably recommend. Yeah, her to she's watch it she's well. gonna have to watch it. I feel like she's seen parts of it, but you know, you really have to you have to watch the whole film to to really enjoy it. Exactly. You know, you got to understand where it's coming from from the beginning. You know how the film ends. You know, mm-hmm. Obviously, you can't miss plot points. Exactly. To catch a film. All right. Well, that wraps up our top ten lists. Right now, you're listening to this podcast on the Rage Against the Mainstream feed, but. If you want to continue to listen to this podcast, you're going to have to go over to our Podbean page at basementboxoffice.podbean.com. For the time being, that's where you're going to get all new and this episode. You're going to get all these episodes on that page for the time being until we make announcements that we are on other streaming networks. Now, to get into our schedule for the month of October... What do you have, William? What are we going to do? All right. So basically, our schedule in general, aside from just October, is going to, we're going to release every Tuesday. We will release an episode um, due to the fact that October has Halloween. You and I are both adamant, you know, horror films, you know, yes. Halloween films in general. So for a special treat, we're going to release two every Tuesday and Thursday, two episodes a week up until Halloween. Perfect. So, I mean, which actually on Halloween, we release our episode and obviously will be the Halloween film franchise. Sweet. We will review that time. All right. Um, so do we want to go in depth with the the release dates that we're going to do? Yeah, we could do that, right? Yeah, I think we could. Yeah, absolutely. We can go through that list. All right. So ne- uh, this next week coming up, 
October 1st will be Child's Play, the, the franchise. Movie. Yeah, the franchise, yep. Um, the third is going to be Hocus Pocus. October 8th is going to be Scream franchise. October 10th is going to be the Halloween Town series. Um, October 15th is going to be the original It, you know, miniseries and the remake. Um, October 17th is going to be Nightmare Before Christmas. The 22nd is going to be The Nightmare on Elm Street. Series. Series. Franchise. Franchise, yeah. October 24th is going to be Beetlejuice. The 29th is going to be The Addams Family and Addams Family Values. And, of course, on October 31st, we're going to have Halloween 1978 and Halloween 2018. Mm. It's going to be a good month here. Yeah, you can, you can see that we have, office. you know, five scary and five not so scary films. Exactly. That we're you know, give us some diversity here just in case you want to sit down with the kids, you want to watch something. This is it. Yeah. These are your recommendations. Obviously, we have more, but, the, you know, we can't release a podcast every day. Exactly. So, you know, Unfortunately. Be a lot to uh, record. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, we could if we really wanted to, but. For now, we'll you know, just do. Yeah, for know, right now. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously through November, we'll just release on Tuesdays. And then I believe, I think with Christmas time, we're going to do, we're going to double up. Exactly. There's a lot of good Christmas films out there as well. Yep. You know, we need to go through. That works fine with me. I'm I'm a giant fan of this. And hopefully you become giant fans of us. Yes. Um, If you like to get in touch with us and give us maybe suggestions for, you know, future movies to review or even something you want us to talk about, um, you can get us on Twitter at BBO Podcast, Instagram at BBO Podcast, Facebook.com slash Basement Box Office Podcast. And of course, you can get us at our email at basementboxofficepodcast at gmail.com. So is there anything else you want to add in here, William? No, I could just say, you know, I'm excited to start this new podcast. And, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to, you know, what our reviews have in store for us. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, I guess necessarily I am new to the podcast game, as you are, too. And, you know, I just feel like this is an easy way to be able to connect with people and whatnot. And, you know, if we have the means to do it and we have the ability to do it, why not? Absolutely. You know, and, you know, the more people we can get in touch with, the better. Yeah, you so know. feel free. Reach out to us. You know, Bill gave you guys, you know, our networking. So, you know, please reach out with any suggestions, questions you may have. Exactly. All right, guys. Well, that about wraps it up for this week. Um, this is Basement Box Office signing off. I'm Bill. And I'm Will. And remember, popcorn's always better with butter. Have a good night, everybody. Good night, everyone.